Hi guys, welcome to the second weekly edition of The Lynx Effect, the award-winning golf and mental health podcast. I hope you guys uh, are doing well. We've now moved to our weekly schedule. This is the second of those. In this episode, we talk about how we're feeling. Um, Rob has an absolute belter of a conversation around fear of failure. Uh, Rob and I unveil our brand new games and features. Um, you can tell that we're getting bored in lockdown where some of these pearls, including the aptly named, the soon to be very celebrated, Faldo or Ronaldo, so stay tuned for that. And we also talk about some of the golfing events that are potentially going to happen in the world, uh, including Mickelson versus Woods version 2. Uh, other thing to note is Rob spends quite a lot of time um, dissing his mum, which is quite good. So. As always, please feel free to get in touch on Instagram, The Links Effect, uh, by email. So that's rod at roads246 or rob at roads246.com. Also, we're on Twitter as well, The Links Effect on there. So I hope you enjoy. Look forward to hearing your views on it and uh, take care. Do you want me to do the thing? Yes, please. Hang on. All right. Hang on. Hang on. Like that. Good start, mate. Hey, are we still recording? Yeah. Yeah, we are, right. yeah. Like walking your dog across the coast, it's the Lynx Effect. <laughs> is your, is your favourite dog like your, yeah. <laughs> like your favourite child? Um, like a lot of things on this show, I do just come up with it last minute, and that wasn't my best one. You would never know, would you? Also, some other questions like, do you have a favourite dog out of your dogs? Do you only take the favourite dog out? Um, so Are those a lot questions quest- going to be on our Insta stories this week? Yeah, I would have thought so. Should I do another one? Do you want me to do another one? Um, it's probably for the best, and then we'll actually tell people what this is. Okay, right, okay, I'll do it again. I'm sorry, everyone. Go for it. We talk about golf. It's the Lynx Effect. Your chat has gone downhill since since we started this project. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. We normally have about three months to accumulate banter. We talk about golf. Yeah, we do. (laughs) So... Welcome to the Links Effect. I'm Rob, and on the other line we've got Rod, uh, a co-host, and we're here talking about us trying to play the world's 246 Links golf courses, uh, and a little bit about mental health along the way and the journey, and, and just bringing that to you, the listener. How was that? That was really good. I've yeah. definitely been practicing that over the week for sure. Uh, Can not, tell. Not into the mirror, so. <laughs> Don't know about your personal life. <laughs> Not, not naked. What? Right. <laughs> uh, how are you, mate? You alright? Yeah, good. hang on. If we're gonna, Is this going to be a, just a general chit-chat, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, I did wonder if we wanted just to quickly reflect on where we are as a society. And if so... Um, we are going deep we need... early, aren't we? We are going deep, yeah, Sorry. absolutely. So do you, want, do you want to talk about the hot topics? <laughs>
Link spec news flash, 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 flash. There you go. Are you going to follow that with some actual news? Yeah, COVID-19 is still around. Is it? Everyone. Yeah, don't know if you know. Yeah, I just really wanted to play a jingle and I thought it was really good. Uh, Rob, so news in the world. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard, but a very, very well-known uh, scientist, uh, philanthropist, uh, lover, great leader of our world. Donald Trump thinks you can inject bleach into your bloodstream to cure COVID-19. What are your thoughts on that? Just just as a, you know, I know you're not an engineer and as such you are a scientist, but you're not like a biological scientist. Yeah. What's your, what's your immediate reactions to that? Um, I mean, with all these things, uh, obviously I need to go through testing uh, and uh, sort of full regime. So you, you can't just go ahead and inject bleach into you. However, uh, I'd be willing to see uh, Donald Trump try that. Yeah. Uh, as a as a guinea pig, maybe. I mean, it, <laughs> might, it might work. It might work. You know, you don't know. I do know. I'm pretty confident. <laughs> I'm pretty confident. I know, if I'm honest. Unbelievable, um, isn't it? <laughs> the guy's an epic fuck up, isn't he? But he's he still really... there, and he's very likely to get another uh, another stint, isn't he? So. Yeah. Well. He has been, you know, I mean, I know some of it's federalised, but there are some golf courses opening in America, so maybe maybe he does it, know what he's doing. It is quite a big place, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's that's international news. Is that Link's fake international news? And the, <laughs> the other news is, obviously, we haven't played any more Lynx courses since last time we spoke. No, not yet. Oh, for God's sake. This is what happens when you run an amateur podcast, is you get people that walk into the studio... Oh no! Cut that. <laughs> no, 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 that's a feature. <laughs> can you can you lock? Boring. Boring. Can you put some clothes on or? Yeah. Okay. Can <laughs> you put some clothes on, Rod? It's a very visual gags going on this I've week. I've got clothes on. Yeah, I'm all right. A all right, go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. May the links fit be with you. I did not realise we were getting getting uh, religious. <laughs> It's our first guest. First guest on the show. There'll be Kieran around the block to come on the show after that. There'll be more quality content from the Links effect coming up next. And guests are not required to be naked, so just put that out there. No, absolutely not. And cats, so my other half, not just a random person that's walked in. How you doing, boy? You alright? How you doing, boy? Hey. Uh, yeah, not bad, mate. It's obviously tough for, tough for all, very different. Uh, and on the last pod, sort of it alluded to the fact that for me it might not be quite as bad as for some. Uh, and I'm sort of thoughts are with people that may live in sort of cooped up or, or difficult situations or have been uh, sort of furloughed. Just a side note, did anyone know what furlough meant about six weeks ago? No. Uh, no, I did actually. I did. Oh yeah. Yeah, because apparently, oh, this is not fun, is it? This is not good content. Apparently, uh, people sometimes get furloughed at Christmas. Like there's a furlough period. So, yeah, yeah. this is. I mean, this is top notch, isn't it? Eight. I'm glad we went to weekly because this is really. <laughs> this is a sign really of the things to come, isn't it? So I started. You know, I've started a few hobbies up. Um, started reading again, which is good. Which is, um, I'm finding actually, Rob, it's. I'm about as calm as I've ever been in my career because Lockdown I don't have to. Yeah, it's just like that. This is absolutely the future. This is the future of work. 
It is, it really is, honestly. I took a sip of coffee at the wrong time there. <laughs> this is the future. It, it's a global <laughs> pandemic. That is not the future. Not that bit. <laughs> obviously. You know, they're working from home and people... Welcome to my world. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. Is, it, is it all fitting into place why I'm so zen? You're not always zen. on the golf course. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Uh... Definitely not. Also, that, have... that is my out, though. That is my escape and my uh, that is my chimp. But anyway. Uh, so um... I thought, since the last pod, right, we put some things out on Instagram. That Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that we talked about last time and I just thought I'd run through the feedback from those if that's alright yeah so yeah yeah absolutely we asked three questions on Instagram uh, do you yeah. agree that the golf courses should be shut at the minute and I don't want to go into any detail on this however very interesting response the majority people said they don't agree that golf courses should be shut rational analytical intelligent people Suggest that golf courses should be open, Rob. Just think about that, mate. But you're just, rel- yeah, we're, so, we're not going into it, but you're relying on people, the, the majority. Three. The majority will be fine with it. It'll be the few that ruin it for the minute. Very uncomfortable for you, isn't it? Well. <laughs> Rob, I'm, I'm going to start up a social media movement. How do you feel about that? What, opening bring golf back, courses? Bring back golf, yeah. That is absolutely the worst possible thing you could do. Yeah. Let's do it. Because the people that are trying to do it at the minute look like f***ing idiots. Because <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you go, is it essential, they crumble. Uh, we're not talking about it on this pod. <laughs> it okay. does, I, don't like, uh, I don't like conflict, mate. So, Right. <laughs> the other, next question, really important. Who do you think people's favourite member of the Saturdays was? Um, I think they'll go with the most well-known one, so I think it'd be Frankie, if I'm honest. Frankie was was, was the one that I... Uh, someone actually did actually vote for by... I don't really know how to use Instagram, and, and it probably showed, but... Anyway, I <laughs> chose the quiz question, as, uh, and, and there were only four possible answers. Uh, and and uh, obviously, notoriously, there, there, are fi- there are five members of the Saturdays, and so Frankie wasn't even an option. Anyway... Alright, okay. But anyway, people's favourite was Molly. This is the content I'm here for. Right, here we go. Come on. What so we have from the listeners? Uh, yeah, I do, yeah. Uh, so let's just recap on what the other stretches we've named so far. We've got the Brackets Tommy Fleetwood Passage. Yeah. Aptly named in our first ever pod, uh, which is the stretch from Fleetwood down to Liverpool. Um, yeah. Which is, some other people call it the England Gulf Coast, but whatever, it's boring. Uh, I, I that is such a bad 
England on the coast. Yeah. That's absolute chutney. Go on. <laughs> you wait till we've got to hear some of these suggestions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next stretch of courses we named was the uh, the east of England, the bit that bulges out on a map. And what did we call that? Kardashian swing. Yeah. Of course we did. Yeah. Uh, so the next stretch of courses we want to name because this is all about bite size isn't it it's all about breaking these courses down we've got 246 to play we've got to break these down into smaller sections so we can knock them off right for one of the best yep. ways uh so <laughs> the dublin coast what do you think of that the dublin coast it i mean i mean it's far it's fine it's fine um it i mean it does what it says on the tin it's on the coast and dublin's there so that's fine. That um, you know, We've I wouldn't got, be mad if we had that. Next what one. else have we got? On a similar theme, similar, yep. similarly chutney based, Dublin Golf Coast. Ah, uh, so how have they? Ah, uh, so they've taken the one before and then added. Uh, okay. So okay. Clever, so, isn't it? When people say Golf Coast, it does remind me of the Middle East, though. Yeah. So. Not too many links courses, are there? No, it's very bunker based, I think. Um, anyway. Do you want the next one? Yep. Uh, we've got the car causeway from yours truly. Okay, are there any others, though, before. Uh, um, there's two others. We, we... Okay, go on. Let's, let's get through the list. <laughs> uh, Una Laguna. Yeah. Good. Uh, final one. Uh, I'm not yep. sure this is sort of maybe a PC warning on this one. Um, <laughs> oh god we've got uh, the wizard's hat the wizard's hat obviously we talked about the wizard in the last pod someone you will know who <laughs> someone has nominated the wizard hat okay fine so that's a very in nuanced joke isn't it I, th- I think the wizard's hat and Una Laguna are, are well, the wizard's hat is specifically. I am going to keep saying it. <laughs> uh, specifically, is probably a bit too niche. Yeah, so it's the Una Laguna. So it's, it's, I think it's the causeway. The car causeway. Yeah, I think so. In honour of JB Car. That's the one. Had a boy. You know, Very he good. won uh, something like four, four amateur open titles or something. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's pretty insane, yeah. Um, I would recommend anyone that doesn't know or hasn't heard of uh, JB Carr, do some research. Very inspirational chat. Up on the on the pod, right? We'll we'll stick a link yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll we'll stick them on our Instagram. We'll get a photo up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's do that. Cool. Bit of, bit of content. Great stuff, mate. Glad glad you came. Good man. So that's the first one that isn't actually a joke. It's. Uh, it's it's in recognition of someone. So we're not all about just having a laugh, are we? We can be serious. Well, the Fleetwood Passage was... Uh... In... Fleetwood. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Anyway, uh, so that was the thing we flipped up on Instagram this week. So thank you very much for those that engaged with this. Uh, and I'm sure there'll be stuff from this pod that will stick up. Yep, absolutely. On 
the list. R and R? Is that an R and R question mark? It, it is an R and R. Well, it is. It's well, again yeah. the award-winning feature. The award-winning feature of this podcast. Um, go on now. Uh, well, let's explain what it is. Rod and Rob will ask each other questions, golf, mental health related or otherwise. Um, we've had a little bit of intro anyway about how we're both doing. Rob, have you got any questions for me this week? Um, so I had a th- thought after the last pod, um, and I can't exactly remember where it came from. However, we're just going to go down this alleyway and see where it takes us, okay? Um, I love it when you take me away. <laughs> We're going to go down this, this back alleyway. Uh, so, uh, it's not a question, more of a, a topic for discussion. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on uh, the sort of the mental side about the fear of failure. Uh, and going to put a full stop there. What do you think? <sighs> Open. Open to the audience. Uh- and so, what's my thoughts on it as a, like, how does it affect me or yeah, something like that? Right, okay. Uh, so, I'd say that fear of failure yeah. is something that's probably affected me for about 80% of my life. Um, so, it's affected me, driven me. It's actually quite useful, can be quite a useful thing um because it allow it sort of um provides an impetus for you to for extra effort when you're doing things so work or athletic whatever it can help you it can help motivate you obviously if you if you don't want to fail at something then you know that inner drive will then kind of manifest itself into additional effort so so in some ways it's good um and be very limiting um because it, what it does do is it, it can inhibit you from uh doing things that are outside your comfort zone yeah um so you know things like going for new jobs or um you know a big one for me actually rob is, has been playing at my local golf club um with people that i don't know very well so you know the old adage of, of rocking up and playing a medal with a group of people that you don't know i don't really like doing that and that's probably a combination of fear of failure and also just a bit of social embarrassment really so yeah. it's it's like it's really powerful and actually i don't i can't really put my finger on when when it started i know I had i had quite a big sort of issue about eight years ago eight or nine years ago and it was work related and that generated a lot of like anxiety about failure, which even to this day is sort of something that I'm still working through. So even, you know, if I, um, you know, if I'm producing a big report for work or whatever, I still get anxious about how that's going to be received and whether it's any good. So it's funny. It's, it's kind of fight or flight in, in turbo mode. I find it, I thought, thought it was interesting. You can see it as a positive sometimes as a, as a motivator. So I, I've, yeah. I've never experienced it as a motivator. I've always seen it as a barrier. Yeah. Uh, and my biggest struggle with fear of failure is actually probably about doing stuff like that we're doing now. Is is speaking publicly, 
uh, in front of other people. I know we're not in front of other people right now, but the thought of this, people listening to it and, and what other people are thinking is... Uh, so, so, so when I was growing up, I couldn't really... Like public speaking, and it still is a bit of a barrier for me, getting up and standing in front, in front of a room of people... So best man speech, that'd be good. <laughs> I don't know, you've got another year to work on it, so I won't worry too much. But things like that, uh, and and how do you how do you combat the, the feelings that you get in those situations? How do you personally combat those? Um, and it's something I've learned through counselling, is what my understanding is, and there will be much more intelligent people and qualified people you know listening to this podcast that we'll probably be able to put this in much better language but more qualified than us yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I know it comes across that we're a qualified psychologist but we're not um <laughs> yeah so, so the the thing your brain does it's fight or flight and the thing it does in particularly my case is it catastrophizes that's a big word so example of it is. I don't think it's even a word, but let's crack on. Um, so your brain says, I've got this thing. So I'm recording a podcast, okay? And before you do it, you get a bit of anxiety because you're going on. And that's actually fine because it's your body preparing itself to do something, to, to generate adrenaline to perform. So whether that's performing on a podcast or on a golf course or in sport or at work or whatever. The, your brain sometimes goes into a loop of... Okay, let, let's take an example of this podcast. Your brain goes into a loop of, I'm about to record a podcast. Okay, well, what if it's not any good? If it's not any good, people won't listen to it. The people that do listen to it don't like it. They write some negative stuff in, or the really, or it goes down. You know, we failed, and you catastrophize that way. You sort of go into a bit of a cycle, and it's very difficult to break that cycle. Um, and typically, with my counselling it's more it's been action based so it's understanding that you're going to have some of that anxiety and then really it's just doing it yeah just get on and, and put your head down and expect you know for this podcast like we know that at the moment you know this isn't reaching millions of people no but we're enjoying the process and we're learning as we go and i think everyone that's listened to it and given you know certainly given me feedback have said you know rod you're obviously the best part of it we deal don't do it properly you know the audience aren't gonna pay any money so you kind of just have to rationalize it so i guess in summary just fucking do it and rationalize what you're doing i uh i i agree i i completely agree but i think for me there's an, there's another bit before that there's a so you talk about the catastrophizing catastrophication we'll go for we'll go with it we're gonna make it work Catastroph right it's catastrophizing i don't but so there's another step before that which is uh the the loop in your head is like you 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 say what can go wrong and it's like well do you care like do you ultimately care if this happens or this happens or this happens like you you do you, you go through that cycle of saying this goes wrong this goes wrong this goes wrong so like you've talked about this podcast right no one listens like it ultimately no one's listening however like the result of that is that we still get stuff out of it, right? There's ultimately still a yep. positive. You've, you've taken it as a learning experience. So the, even if the worst possible series of events happens, you're still getting something out of it. Yeah, uh, and, that's and also... And that that's, then leads to the, well, just do it then. It doesn't matter. 
that and that's it and it's challenging so you know that process of there's there's two parts to something happening is how bad it could be and how likely it is to happen and so actually what we do is we say um we get to an event where we say right well people won't listen or whatever people won't listen and you actually what your brain does is say that's very very likely and in our case it probably is <laughs> um, and then it also it makes the impact worse so it makes it more likely and the impact worse so what you do is you start rationalizing these really extreme events that are going to have this massive impact on you when they don't yeah and actually so the, a really good question is which helps your brain reset which is is this going to matter in five years yeah 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 if you if you are at work and you write that report and it's going to be controversial. Is it really going to happen? Is it is it going to be a problem in five years? Probably not. Yeah, I think there's another you know, there's, a, there's another part there. I don't know. My my head's going all over the place a little bit in terms of my, my reaction to what you're saying, but I, I think there's another bit for me uh, about uh, sort of cognitive therapy as well. So it's about uh, allowing uh, allowing your your mind to doubt as well. So uh, like accepting that as a natural thought process is like processes. But accepting how you're feeling as 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 valid, and saying mm-hmm. I, I'm allowed to feel like this. However, the rational side of your brain coming in and going right, and, and sort of forcing your brain to do that as well to allow like the the emotional side of it to say like you, it's fine. You're worried about it. Like your rational side comes in and says, but don't worry about it because of X Y Z, uh, and it's being, yeah. being to- cognitive in that thought process, which really helps me. <laughs> but, no. I agree. Um, and you'll hear a lot of people, and then particularly at the moment with COVID-19, you know, there's obviously a lot of worry about people being isolated on their own. Um, and actually you're hearing people in the media say, you know, if you're feeling down or feeling sad, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's okay feel that way. We're under a lot of stress yeah. as a society. And it's sort of okay to feel that way, but don't, don't, I guess, don't wallow in it. You know, go out and exercise, you know, eat good food, don't drink too much you know, phone up the people that you like or love or whatever. Yeah. Phone up a sex line, who cares? As long as you've got some form of contact, Yeah. that's the important thing. And also that you're doing something about it. That's the key thing. Well, it's keeping your mind engaged with things that are positive as well. Yeah. Um, so not sitting on Facebook all night or not like looking what other people are doing. Sort of focus on yourself. Prioritise yourself. Like take up something new. Watch a new documentary, read a book, listen to some music, listen to some podcasts. This one is brilliant. So yeah, always the same. Um, also, interestingly, during these times and just looping back and on fear of failure, I think people's people's expectations are all over the place about what they what they're going to get out of this period. So, you know, there's a meme going around which is, you know, getting anxiety. It's sort of broadly based on people making a decision about whether they use this period to kind of relax a bit and not really do anything and kind of recharge yeah. batteries so, versus yeah. all these people that are sort of as we say we're like learning a new language and yeah. working out three times a day and all this sort of stuff and i think that variance is giving people a lot of things to worry about and so when you're sat on the sofa on a friday night you're like oh, well, well i've been working from home all week but but that's one of the the the, the real dangerous things about worrying about what other people other people are doing which is kind of the crux of this whole thing, isn't it? Fear yeah. of faith. It's worrying about what other people, how other people view you. Yeah. And, and, worrying- and, and that, I think, is the motivator. You were talking yeah. about earlier. It, it is a motivator. However, 
it then twisting and becoming a, a deterrent or or a barrier is a thing you've got to be wary of and be cognitive of. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's it's mad how it manifests in so many different parts of your life. Yeah, sport. Yeah, you know, marriage. Don't know what work. That you will do soon. Um, all that stuff. It, it you get this sort of yeah fight or flight type response and the fear of failure and fear of failure kind of multiplies that for me anyway i think we've uh, we've talked enough on that yeah that was good i enjoyed that. that was the best one we've done i think uh maybe yeah i think it was i think it was i think it was i did the wrong jingle <laughs> Have you noticed, by the way, I was, as I was doing the um, post-production, and that's what us technicians call it, post-production, <laughs> um, quality of our production has has barely hit a, a, a skip on the radar. We, I mean, we're really, really nailing this working from home, polling we, from home. pushing on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaking honestly, boundaries. Like, well, I think we should turn the Lynx Effect also into a, a podcast advisory service. <laughs> producing it's just out of this world uh, I don't know what I honestly have no response to that <laughs> <laughs> right good we're absolute dog turd but anyway <laughs> Rob I've um, got I've got right last time we talked about uh, sort of new features some potential games we should be playing just to make this yeah. podcast a little bit more interesting because you know we're kind of they're the kind of people we are right the kind yep. of podcasts that we like listening to have these yep. kind of things in them. Yeah, we get, and what what do we do? We give the people what they want. We exactly give uh, the people. And, what and they... if no one else is going to listen, we need to enjoy ourselves. So, <laughs> so I thought we could do a little bit of a session here where we just bounce a few ideas off each other. I do a little run through of a little game or a feature uh, and see how it goes. Well, I've got one. Go on then. Why do you want me to do it now? Well, yeah, I've got two. So. Well, why don't you do one first, and then I, I'm the I'm the filler in the uh, you're, you're the particularly fill- shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, fine, I'll do one. Right, so the name of my it's, it's a game. It's a game. Can you just before? Can you go through the process of how you've come up with this feature? Um. So, how I've come up with this feature. Yep. So I've I've thought of a famous golfer. Um, okay. So, no, no. I'll, I'll rewind a step. I, I've thought <laughs> of the name of the game first. Perfect. Uh, and then I've managed to squeeze it in, not literally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. It's good to know that. Um, so the, the name of my game is Faldo or Ronaldo. <laughs> So I'm okay. gonna, uh, and, I, and I have got a theme tune, however, uh, shall I play it? Absolutely. I want to hear it. Just just one moment, please, uh, audience. So, so, so excited. <laughs> Don't be. So. Uh, right. Faldo or Ronaldo? 
Ronaldo, can you guess it, Baldo? Oh, Ronaldo, can you guess it? What do you think of that? <laughs> it was so abrupt at the end. I, I couldn't find a piece of music that sort of levelled off. So. <laughs> uh, right, don't do not do the feature. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah. So. so, do you want to learn a bit more about Fado or Ronaldo? Oh, well, have a go, mate. I'm so, I'm so revved up for this. I just want to check that uh, sort of that theme tune was catchy. How did it go? It's perfect. I've literally got tears rolling down my face. <laughs> Honestly, it's absolutely perfect. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to read quotes from either golfing legend Nick Faldo, or yeah. football one of the football legends, Cristiano Ronaldo, or the other one, Mr. Oh, so Mr. It's, Ronaldo. It's Faldo or Ronaldo or Ronaldo. Really, yeah, but... Yeah, it's difficult it to get the song, isn't it? Doesn't really fit with the, uh, the theme tune, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay. Uh, and you've got to tell me... Uh, where the quote comes from Faldo or Ronaldo. Yeah. Or one of the Ronaldos. Or, or one. <laughs> Come on, mate, work with me. <laughs> this is why we have QA. <laughs> right, quote number yeah. one. Okay, good. I was a little stunned that we didn't get a colouring book with this menu. <laughs> is that Faldo, uh, Faldo or Ronaldo? It feels like Ronaldo. I, I, need, I need some buzzers here, don't I? But I don't have them. Uh, okay. What? That was Nick Faldo, I'm assuming about the Masters menu. Yeah. When I stopped playing, I gave up exercising and put on some weight. Ronaldo. <laughs> Ding! Well done. Fat Ronaldo. That was Fat Ronaldo, correct. That one, that was easy. Factual. <laughs> um, next one. Mm -hmm. And final one. We'll just do three for now. I've got, yeah. I, have, I have got loads, but anyway. Okay. If you want to play better, you have to eat better. You have to look out for yourself. Is that Faldo or Ronaldo? That feels like a very Cristiano Ronaldo quote. Eh, eh. That's not Nick, Nick Faldo. It wasn't. <laughs> and that ends Faldo or Ronaldo. Oh, I haven't got it set up, have I? <laughs> Professionalism is, and, and that is what I want. Baldo or Ronaldo, can you guess it? Baldo or Ronaldo, can you guess it? Any good? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, as coming back to an early point, I'm having a great time. I don't know if anyone else is enjoying it, but I am loving it. Did you know, quickly, Rob, yeah. just talk about Nick Faldo's diet, did you know what he ordered for his Masters menu? So if you win the Masters, by the way, for, for the audience, if you win the Masters, the year after you get to host the Champions Dinner um, before the tournament and you get to pick the menu that everyone else eats. Um, and Nick Faldo, do you want to have a guess what he asked for in 19... I just want to go back to the phrase, just talking about Nick Faldo's diet for a minute, which is a phrase <laughs> I never thought we'd say in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. What, what, I don't know what. He, what do they have? Steak, fish and chips. Oh, lad. Tomato soup. Not allowed. I mean, it couldn't have been more British if you paid him. <laughs> Tomato soup and fish and chips. Yeah. Crikey. <laughs> right. Okay. Do you want me to do one now? You've got, really... world, you've got the world's best chefs at your disposal, probably. And you've come up with tomato soup and fish and chips. Unbelievable. Anyway, fine. Go on. Can All you right, beat Faldo or Ronaldo? 
Rob, are you ready for my feature? Do you want me to just do the jingle? We'll go from there. Uh, you do the jingle. Well, so what was it called okay. first? Uh, the title of this is Woods I Like to You, um, named after the great Tiger Woods. <laughs> not, not Chris Wood. Any, any immediate feedback or no? I mean, go on, no, go on. I, I think I can see where this yeah. is going with the theme tune, if I'm honest. But yeah, okay, go on. All right. <laughs> Woods. Oh yeah. There you go, mate. This is Woods. I lie to you. Brilliant. Yeah. It's no. It's not, it's, not, not, it's not Faldo or Ronaldo, but go on. We'll go with it. It's not Ronaldo, but it is. So uh, for this feature, I decided to. Um, I started with the most famous golfer in the world and worked backwards and. Um, just tr basically tried to make musical puns. Finally connected the dots um, with our good boys Charles and Eddie. Would I lie to you? Which actually is a really good watch if you really want to get transported back about thirty-four years. So it was good. Um, so the feature is Woods. I lie to you. Um, this is uh, a selection of famous stories, statistics, or achievements from the great Tiger Woods. And your job simply is to say whether it's true or not. Hence, okay. Woods, I to you. Yeah. Tiger Woods. Yeah. I bloody love Tiger Woods, by the way, but go on. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is the youngest and oldest winner of the Masters. Is that true or false? Wow. Um, I'm going to say... That is true. Good. That's a good ding. Uh, yeah, it's, you weren't right, though, so I'm trying to find the ding and then... Oh, <laughs> oh this is going bad, isn't it? So... Who's the oldest, it's... then? Huh? I'm pretty sure he's the youngest. Who's the oldest? Um... VJ. No. don't know. <laughs> Oh, I can't like that. No, that's, that's just like a normal buzzer, isn't it? There we go. Perfect. Jack Nicholas. Wow. Jack Nicholas. 46 right, so anyway. years old when he won in 1986. There we go. I mean, I mean, you've completely buggered up all of my effects there because I was hoping to... Go on, then. Okay. What was your answer, Rob? Uh, no. Oh, God, and it's just skipped onto the other one, for fuck's sake. Uh, you're right, Rob. It was wrong. So, um... The oldest winner of the Masters is Jack Nicholas. Is it? Uh, Woods is the second oldest. Uh, last year, obviously, he won the Masters at 43 years old. Is he only 43? Mad, isn't it? Wow. Mad, isn't it? So you've got him, and you've got to uh, Tom Brady, who's 43 as well. I'm 35, and I cannot go for a run without my Achilles crying for the next six weeks. Crazy. Anyway... Words I lie to you. Go on. Have we got another one? Number two, numero dos. Tiger Woods holds the joint record for the lowest back-to-back -back rounds at the Masters of 65 and 66. That has to be true. True. Is that your final answer? Yeah. 
Can you just stretch it out a bit longer so I can find the right? I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> True. Yes. 131. Do you know for an extra bonus point, which we're not keeping track of, do you know who he's joined with? Um, someone like Charles Schwartzel. <laughs> no. Uh, it was uh, Jordan Spieth. Ah, that was my second answer. Yeah, sorry, mate. Third uh, for Woods I Lie to You, award winning, potentially. Um, Rob, yeah. number three. Yeah. Tiger Woods' um, most popular menu items are when he wins the Masters and sets the menu for the next time. Yeah. Are they Porterhouse Steak and Sashimi? Is, so it's a binary, yes or no? Always the same. Oh, is it either or? True or false, yeah. No, it's together. All right. Uh, no, false. Just got to look at my... Uh... <laughs> Your database. <laughs> oh. Sorry, mate. It's uh, it's true. Porthouse steak and sashimi. Other popular items he has are fajitas. His first win, he had cheeseburgers, fries, and milkshakes. That is, would I lie to you? Do you wanna... Playing out, Charles and Eddie. Rods. Rods. Oh yeah! Right. And then, that is, would I lie to you, Rob? Any. Any notes? Any post notes? I need to take into account. Uh, maybe need to work on the uh, lining up, a queuing up the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's Mate, it's only me in the house. I like it though. I like it. We're learning things about Tiger Woods that maybe you, you didn't. Facts are good, aren't they? You, <laughs> you, can, you can join me in Stats Corner one day. Well, I don't, I don't know if I can reach those heady heights. Right, you got one for us now. I've got, final. I've got, I've got another one. Final, final little game. Uh, we are going to win stuff because of this. Uh, right, the next game I've got yep. for you. Yep. Uh, it's cool. Do you want? I'll tell you. The, do you want to know how I came up with it? Yeah, go on. I do. Uh, can't really remember. It's called. Uh, High fee, low fee. Uh, go on. Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah. Go on. Uh, and basically, uh, it's a, a brand of higher or lower uh, uh, for <laughs> Lynx golf courses that are part of the 246 of the world. Um, and we're going to go through, and you're going to guess uh, whether. The course I read out has a higher green fee than the one before, <laughs> or a lower green fee. Based, okay. Based yeah. on summer rates at 2019. <laughs> Rob's um, fact. So, uh, and I have got a theme tune. So, do you want to hear that? Yeah, it's literally the best bit. Yeah. Right. So, just, just for the benefit of the tape, Rob has gone full on DJ and he's taken one of his headphone ears off. Shush yourself. Just, just play this for a little minute until we get to the uh, the chorus. 
Is this because we get more adverts? It's longer. This is the best bit of this song as well, but anyway. It's not part of the theme tune. We're getting there, we're getting there, we're getting there. You ready? You ready? Hi, Philophie! <laughs> and then, basically, the next bit I need you to come up with, I think every time we play this, every time, because we are going to play this again, uh, we need to come up with a little line, a different line each time for the next bit. So, well, the, the obvious one that springs to mind there is Green Fiends, ne Green Fiends Never Felt So Good. There we go, and he's done it. Yeah. Also, could you, j just a note, yep. not to critique as we go through, but you've just played a theme tune that is essentially about touching each other, and we're in COVID-19. Just a thought. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's more about green fees, I'm honest. Play on, just play on, play on with the show. <laughs> so, welcome to High Fee, Low Fee. Thank you for having me on Life Fee. Like, thank you for having me on Ho Fee, Low Fee. <laughs> Hi, Fee, So, right, we're going to start. Uh, yeah. We're going to start in Scotland. Yeah. We're going to start with the uh, Royal Aberdeen Golf Club, who, uh, where you can play around a course there in the summer at the weekend for £190. Uh, what? 190 quid? Wow. Yeah, that's, a, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. It's probably worth every penny, though. So, Next one. Yep. Yeah. Royal Doorknock, Championship Course, High Fee or Low Fee? Um, I'm going to say Low Fee. You think that Royal Doorknock is cheaper than Royal Aberdeen? Interesting. Yeah. You are correct. By £10. £180 in the summer. Yeah, boy. Next one. Yeah. St Andrew's Old Course. High fee or low, low fee? Low fee. You think St Andrew's Old Course, the most famous golf course in the world? Yeah, but don't they have um? They have some sort of system about getting on there though, and it's a municipal course. They do. However, in the summer at the weekend, it costs one hundred and ninety pounds to play. So, oh, oh, oh. well, leave the sounds to me, mate. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> right, final course on high fee, low fee this week. Uh, we're moving to England. Good. We're going to go to the England, uh, the Fleetwood Passage, no less. Yep. Uh, Hillside Golf Club. Oh, this is one of those, is this? It's a high Ooh. quality golf course at Hillside. Mm. Play some top quality tournaments there. St Andrew's Old Course is £190 a round. What do you think? I'm going to say, say lower. I'm going to say around the 150 mark. Tell you what, mate, you're good at this. £160. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, That's ladies and gentlemen, was, was high fee, low fee. Oh. Oh, it's all gone nuts now. My all system's right. gone uh, Sorry. Um, say that again, Rob. <laughs> high fee, low fee. Da, da, 
Dirt. Green face never felt so good. So good. So good. So good. Uh, great. Great anyway, features. What do you got, mate? Yeah, really good. Um, that's. I certainly feel like your your efforts are stronger, and it it certainly shows how little work you're doing doing during the week. So. <laughs> I, I think effort is the is the crucial word there. I mean, my efforts are definitely stronger. However, output uh, and ability is something I've always slightly struggled with in this domain. But you never know. We'll go with it, right? Absolutely. Um, I've got a couple of bits before. Are we broadly done then? I've got a couple of bits to close off. Uh, so there's one. So those are the games. Uh, yep. I reckon we, we'll, we'll try and get some feedback on them on uh, on Instagram this week. Um, so, so just so, just to recap on those, what we've had <laughs> exactly, you're loving it. We've had Faldo or Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> we've had Woods. I lie to you. Yeah. We've had High Fee Low Fee. I really enjoyed Faldo or Ronaldo. I'm not gonna lie, and I and I yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Was it the theme tune? Yeah. Yeah. Also that. Yeah. Uh, right, there's one other feature I think I'd like to bounce, bounce ideas off you. We're not, we probably won't have time to do it this week. Well, we don't have time. We definitely do have time. However, we probably won't do it. Yeah. Um, so I thought we could do a little feature where we uh, we talk about some of the, the famous putts in, in golfing history. Um, and, and, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like the, the big putts, you know? Yeah. Um, and I thought we might, might call that feature something... Like a, I like big putts and I cannot lie. See what I did there. You are wasted in engineering. <laughs> wasted. But only only because I think part of the reason why I loved Faldo or Ronaldo was the fact that you sung along to it. So I'm very excited to hear you talk <laughs> to sing to I like big putts and I cannot um, lie. I mean, we'd, we're, we're probably not going to do it this week, so I need to rehearse <laughs> that one. Fine. Um, I like it. I like it. You so are you can think of some of the big putts like uh, Justin Rose at Medina in the Ryder Cup, or Costantina Rocker in the '95 Open, or yeah. Tiger Woods at Sawgrass. Like, there's loads to choose from. Okay. So I reckon if we do a little feature where we just talk, we come up with a one each week, maybe each of us. We just talk through yeah. the uh, the things that came before it and the consequences of it. Um, just so you know, like drama. Love it. Okay, sounds good. Um, I've got a couple of bits of news. So a couple of days ago, I'm not sure if you saw this on news, Rob. Tiger and Phil Mickelson is back on for the second. I've seen it. They've got some friends there, haven't they? They have got some friends. Um, one of the friends is very close to my heart. So Didn't Tiger was Peyton Manning fan. Peyton Manning. Don't ever <laughs> say that to me again. So. Uh, Phil, Phil Mickelson is pairing up with Tom Brady, the greatest American football player of all time. And Tiger Woods is pairing up with Peyton Manning, who is a charlatan. So, um, <coughs> uh, the Patriots, and we've had some very, uh, very big battles. There's with, draft going on, uh, in it, isn't there? There is, it's yeah, yeah. We're doing about as much as I know about American football, so there we go. Yeah. I stayed up on Thursday night, which was no good for my mental health on Friday morning, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, really excited for that. I mean, last time it was a bit of a... Because I think the whole point of it last time uh, was for them to put bets on as they were going around. So they sort of say, oh, well, I bet you I'll get it closer on this yeah. hole or whatever. I don't think they really did it properly. Um, so hopefully they sort of make it a bit more interesting this time. But at least it's a good show that the, the sport of golf is trying to 
think of ways to entertain people and I, I just wanted to highlight that was a kind of cool little idea just one uh, one observation on it there is yeah. a particularly weak link in that uh, four ball and that is Phil Mickelson yeah <laughs> <laughs> cannot uh, cannot get excited about his game at the minute what I don't understand I, mean, I, I, I like the guy I think he's a really nice guy but not that I know him it sounds like I know him but how you doing Phil how you doing, how you doing boy He's really well known for his, you know, his short game Fox and his off. green stuff. And I've never seen him hit a good one. Um, I think that's a, that's a bit harsh. He's pretty good. I'd, yeah, okay. Well, he is a bit of a showman man the greens these days, though. He loves it. He loves playing up to the crowd and, and coming up with some funky stuff just because people like it, I think. Rather, yeah. rather than it being the percentage play. Just like this podcast, that should be the strapline. Is not the percentage play. The links. <laughs> it's the links effect. Um, Rob. Also, um, last thing before we go this week, um, we've had a letter in. Well, not a letter, an email. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a, we've had our probably our first proper response. Um, so I thought I'd just read it out to you because I'm not sure you check it. No. And no. Okay. Dear Rod and Rob. Go on. I hope you're well and coping during these difficult times. I just wanted to drop you a note to say thank you very much for your podcast and keep going. As a question mark for R&R, have you thought about the impact of COVID-19 going into next year Ooh. and the impact on the members of, what does that say? Golf courses around the world. Thanks very much, Paul. Ah, maybe one to think about next week. I, I was worried for a minute. I thought it was from my mum, but anyway... No, no, because no, at the start of it, it didn't say, Roddy, you still get a golf. <laughs> your mum is one of my strongest uh, critiques. <laughs> you and me both, game. mate. You and me both. I mean, talk about fear of failure. I will never play golf in front of your mum again because <laughs> <laughs> she absolutely ripped me apart. Uh, something very ironic about that. Because <laughs> uh, as, a, as a 30-something uh, handicapped golfer, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, good. Well, that's, that's yeah. Good. I like it. Good question. That. Yeah. So we're, we're talking about the impact of uh, impact, sort of future impact of COVID nineteen uh, on golf courses members, sort of moving forward into twenty twenty one. Are we? Yeah, I think so. Because I think you know, there's lots of discussion around. Is this gonna like how long is the lockdown gonna last for? You know, um, the professor. Mr. Dr. Witty, I should say, not Mr. Witty. Dr. Witty sort of said there's going to be social distancing in place until the end of the year. So there's a lot of uncertainty about that. So probably worth just thinking, you know, and also you kind of worry for the golf clubs themselves. I um, think with... I think it's, uh, it's obviously this is a golf podcast and we will be talking about that. However, I think nearly a lot of businesses, uh, you need to worry about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And, go, and at the end of the day, golf clubs are businesses. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good one. We'll think about that. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for writing in. Thank you. And we'll, um, we'll think about that one. Thank you for caring. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for actually taking the time to listen to this and write us a, a note. Really, really good. And if cool. anyone else wants to write in, please do. Because yeah, I mean, <laughs> high chance you're going to get read out. <laughs> Very high chance. Oh, God, yeah. Um, if you want, if you do want to get in touch, uh, Rod. Uh, at the road to uh, rod at roads246.com or rob at roads246.com 
catch us on Instagram, the links effect, catch us on Twitter as well. Um, get in touch, love to hear from you. I hope you're all coping out there. Um, Rob, any last words of wisdom? Um, are we going to be doing this like weekly now, you think? Yeah, I think so. Which Why not? Shall we? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good, good uh, routine to get in, isn't it? Good. All right, then. Uh, that's enough.